I'm just going to go a minute or two, see who else joins in. Um, nobody else joins in. I'll let you know about this um, fundraising skydive that we've got planned. Uh, just bear with us, see who joins in. That working? Can you hear me? Yeah, I can hear you. Yeah. Beauty. Right. How's it going? Not bad. I'm just, Rebecca's saying it's asking for a passcode to get in. Oh, oh, how's she joining? Well, like she normally does. Oh, but she's there now. Hello. Yeah, she is. I'm in now. That's all right then. <laughs> I just, I, I've just jumped in to say I completely forgot because I'm at a charity fight night. So that's all right. We can watch that. <laughs> just, um, yeah, just to say the um the Daily Mail are doing the piece tomorrow about the food the food we give out. The, oh. the, the, the uh, Mail on Sunday is sorry are doing that um the article about us feeding families on camp. All right. When's that tomorrow? Tomorrow. And what? So Pete, Pete, Pete said it'd be on on Indeed by Tuesday. <laughs> <laughs> oh well well truth's got to right. be strong, hasn't it? it has it has but I, I literally just jumped on because i got to go back in just jumped on to say that and also something else that i found out so i started a support group on camp this week for parents of children with additional needs yeah and a lady turned up with a, a little boy he's just under one and he has um, infantile seizures, but he stops breathing every day. Oh so she has to find an ambulance every day, right? So they needed to move to a better house on camp. They got shown a bigger and better house that's already was used by a disabled family before. It's got a lift inside and everything else. And they were like, well, it needs a bit of work, but yeah, it'll work for us. And they got told, no, actually, sorry, you can't have it because uh, you're not married. So either you get married or you separate and he can live here as a single parent with the child. <laughs> yeah. So, well, I mean, back in the day, though, you weren't issued a married court unless you were married. Yeah, but now now you can be in a long-term relationship, so it's a load of bollocks. Yeah, it but, still counts. Yeah. And then, so he, he is a nurse serving in the in the RAF, but works at the local hospital. She's a civvy nurse. And because of, obviously, how serious it was with the little boy, he had three months off because, um, effectively, he died every day, the little boy. And they told him if he needed longer off, we'd have to sit a med board and be med downgraded. Bloody. And I was like, fuck, so no wonder why retention. It's better to live in than that. <laughs> yeah. Never, never mind the serving, just concentrate on a veteran. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, Jesus. But anyway, well, are you going to put this one on, on YouTube, Gary? I will do, yeah. Well, if, if nobody okay. minds, I'm, I'm going to tell about the, the skydiving event anyway, what we've got planned. Um, okay. And then I'll stick up on YouTube afterwards. All right, okay. I'll catch up with, with it and watch it. But okay, okay. Enjoy the night. Oh. All right, I'll speak to you later. See Take you care. Bye. Bye-bye. Mate, those Nashes look well good. Yeah, good night. Huh? Yeah, shit. <laughs> I'm talking a bit better now than what I was the other week. Right. Right. I didn't even record last week's one. I was talking that bad. Oh, what? Well, I reckon they'll need refitting again. Oh. I just wear my gums are shrinking now. So. Is it a big process for them to refit them? Um, well, I don't know yet. Well, I can't get an appointment for three months. I've got to shrink and heal properly for see what adjustment be made. If not, a new mould taken. So wait and see. Wow. Yeah. Wait, that is, seriously, that's fantastic. That looks brilliant. Yeah, I'm well happy. I'm still sore. Hmm. Well, you're trying to get used to wearing them. No, I'm quite happy with them, sir. So. Oh, well, they? you could take them out. Yeah, the dentures, yeah. Not screwing jobs. So. I thought you'd had them all screwed in. Nah, that's that's like another five grand on top. <laughs> yeah, 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 I know, I know. <laughs> nah, I can't afford that, so. <laughs> but it's about time I haven't done, so. 
I had to cancel my last dental because with everything going on at the moment with the leaks, I was just like, I just don't have the spare cash to, you know, two fillings, 400 and something odd quid. It's like, yeah. Yeah. Well, the nearest NHS dentist up here, they'll only take you if you're in absolute agony. And it's like, well, you know, if I don't do something about them now. You end up like me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you had an absolute phobia, then I had, oh, basically when I was a kid, I had a really bad not operation, but they want basically to break my jaw to realign my jaw as a kid, which they didn't do. Right. And when I was in the army, I had a bad experience and wisdom. Oh. That just put me off for God knows how long. Yeah. The last dentist I went to in Spain, that was probably about 10 years ago. Wow. Uh, and then you end up with toothache. It's panic mode. And getting a dentist, now nah, just whack them all out. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I pulled one of my own teeth during COVID. Oh, no, I couldn't handle that. I tell you what, when you got the choice between the toothache or, or trying to pull it yourself, it actually feels better when you're trying to pull it out. Yeah, <laughs> I was close to it. Yeah. But managed to get inside. No. Um, did you see the post about last night, did you? No. Right. What it is, um, there was a, a veteran that the crisis team helped out. Yeah. And he sent a message to the page saying he wants to basically pay it back. Okay. He wants to do a skydive fundraising event for us. Oh, fantastic. But I put it out as just a, a shout out, see if anybody else would be interested. Right. There's Deborah joining now. I'll just wait till Deborah joins in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, that sounds fantastic. What was it? What was the whole thing about the shed? About the shed? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You sent me the link to the woman that did the um the, the veterans buildings that does the TV show that housed... Oh, yeah, the I'll, I'll, I'll come on that in a minute. <laughs> You got to remember to talk about that because I was just like I remember being like I'm so I'm, I was so much more confused after you tried explaining it. I was like, okay. <laughs> hey, Deborah. Heidi, hi. I've just kept filling in Toby about this um, the skydive. Oh yeah, I saw it. Uh-huh. Yeah. So basically, what happened? A veteran we helped got in touch with us and said he wanted to pay it back by doing right. a, a fundraising event for us as a skydive. Huh. So I've put it on the Facebook group, see how many people would be interested. Uh-huh. Now he sent me the link for it last night, and it was in Dunkerswell Airport, uh-huh. which is down in Taunton. Yeah. I mean, just the name of that place. Uh, well, we've got Con, basically. Um, hence a video from last night as well. But then it got me thinking, there's obviously a lot of people up northeast, northwest, and everything else that have said they want to help and get involved mm-hmm. as well. Mm-hmm. I looked for other places in the UK. Mm-hmm. And then obviously the mine got working and everything else. And I thought, right, because we're still waiting for a date for the Veteran Shield Challenge to come up, uh-huh. I'll put in for June, July and August next year, any of those dates that are free to do it. Yeah. But because we're still waiting, I thought, right, what we'll do, we'll incorporate the skydive into the Veteran Shield Challenge. Right. But then have it as a multi-joint fundraising task, basically. Mm-hmm. So then I started looking for the Guinness World Records. Mm-hmm. If there is one, I'm, I yeah. can't find it anywhere. So I'm waiting for a reply back from the Guinness World Records to find out what's the biggest amount of simultaneous skydivers and tandem divers jumping at the same time. Fantastic. So if we can get that organised around the UK, I've already mm-hmm. got Dan in Canada who wants to be in as well and join in on the Canadian side of things. So if they can get it in Canada as well. Right. So possibly a few records, but then uh-huh. some woman, um, XWRIC, I think they did one 2017, 2018, I think it was. Mm-hmm. They did a multi one across the UK and they raid absolutely thousands. Excellent. 
So, and I just thought, yeah. you know, to keep the interest going with a veteran shield, it might be worth doing this as a sort of pre-launch to raise awareness for the veteran shield challenge. Uh-huh. But at the same time, incorporate to try and get other organisations involved with it if they want to take part in this challenge. Well, see if you can get someone like GoPro to sponsor you, you know, to lend you a load of GoPros so as they can have like live footage as they come down as well. Because mm. mobile signal's got like a 14 mile radius. Yeah. Well, some of the centres actually provide that for you, you know, because that's something I was looking at for our CIC. Unfortunately, uh, after the operation, I can't go anywhere near a plane now. Well, but hey ho. I, I wouldn't do that anyway. But yeah, they'll record it for you. My mum's already said she wants to jump. The missus has said she wants to jump. So. Well, I had a few up here willing to jump for me. Um, <laughs> and I, I've got, I know, one person in Canada that will quite happily do it for you as a full box of frogs. Oh, um, I might be able to get somebody down south as well, that I know. Yeah, once I've got all the details worked out, because um, uh-huh. she was saying as well, there's certain airfields they don't allow a jump on a Sunday. Yeah. Uh, there's right. other ones charge stupid amount of money. Uh, it's all got to be paid up front. Just looking at it roughly, it's about 150 quid, I think it is, per jumper. Yeah. Mm. Which has got to be paid on the day by cash or by card, and it can't come out of the actual fundraising fees itself. So that's something we've got to look into, whether you pay it up front and then it comes out of the money you've raised, or you've got to raise that amount first to cover the cost before you get anything else. I don't know. We've got to form a committee, basically, to try and... Yeah work out all the details i know with that um what's it the warrior every year yeah uh i, I believe it, it's a similar thing in regards to them raising the um entry fee through funding um before any extra taken yeah so it might be following that model might be a, a good idea yeah oh, so it's something to discuss and work on and look through and everything else so. yeah because if you know if you're, you're getting people to pay up front and then you're you know you're giving it back out with the funds and then it's a lot of administration and paperwork to make sure everybody's got what they need and yeah i mean nightmare wouldn't it do it by uh event bright like it was yeah but until we get the committee formed um dan stone who used to be with families for veterans cheers craig i don't know if you're listening or not and see you in there but yeah i'm here bud yeah um, Craig. yeah dan stone which is craig's son he used to be with us um but he had to take a step back for his mental health reasons and everything else so he's back on board now. So he's going to be helping me set this challenge up. Yeah. He, he's an ex-Marine, so he'll be doing the tabbing for us. <laughs> <laughs> helping people jump out the plane. <laughs> Giving them a, a gentle push in the right direction. <laughs> yeah. yeah. He volunteered to uh, raise the team to the third and old time. Okay. Take him. What did you say then? I said he's also volunteered as to raise a team for the Veterans Challenge for the third World Cup. Yeah, that, that's what I was saying, yeah. That he's basically going to be the captain of the team. Uh, I'll need to have a couple of chats with him as well. So, But I've added him into the new um, fundraising update as an admin in there. I'll catch yeah. up with him in a couple he's, of days. He's going to come on board and do all the, the events committee and do all the financing side. Yeah. Uh, so once we get the committee named and formed up, you can start working on things separately. Uh, the other bit that I was on about you yesterday, Toby, Kate, who was on last week, she was doing a DIY SOS. I was dropping a few little birdies here and there. So I've sent an email off to somebody who could possibly be an advocate for us. And it's, okay. not, it's not Nick, put it that way. <laughs> <laughs> Nick's already tied up in quite a few uh, organisations. 
Yeah, that's why I've never replaced him because I knew he, I know he's involved with um Hold for Heroes quite heavily as well. So, but wow. but the woman she's um looking to do another um veteran street, but in Derby this time. Okay. So when when it is or if it's going to happen, I don't know. But that that's a, a plans at the moment. So I sent an email off to her last night. So wait and see if we get a reply or not. Excellent. Yeah. So things are. Going slowly but surely in the right direction. Good, good. How have you been, Craig? Yeah, good, mate. Good, mate. Uh, just getting all things on board. Um, working with Donna to put the finalising for Crisis Team, which is taking over. Um, I think we're up to 14 Crisis, crisis Team members now. Wow. Yeah. Awesome. So uh, that, well that's growing. You know, if, if we're going to be uh, working for the NHS, then... Our own crisis team has to be fit for purpose. Yeah. Oh, I, f- I forgot to tell you the other day, Craig. I was I was tagged the other day, or Family of Veteran was tagged the other day in a group just saying about the work we do and all this and everything else. And there was a veteran on there saying, "So you want paying basically for signposting people?" And I says, "I never said I wanted paying. Because all I'm saying is, all we do or what we've got to offer it is to show the local support that's nearest to you." What? Well, that's what Veteran Gateway does. I says, yeah. I says, you've got to call them up or you've got to scroll through. This is a quick way of finding things and everything else. No, no, I'll stick with RBL or SAFA. I know they help. So I said to him, I says, well, what are you going to do on a Friday night at 10 o'clock? Well, call RBL or SAFA up. I just told you that. I said, all right, good luck with that. And he said, well, what do you do then? I said, well, so apart from the vet net, I says, we run a 24-hour crisis line. Well, whoop do you do So you've got a crisis line. What do you do with that? Yeah. I went, oh, right, I'll tell you what, I said, you've obviously got all the answers already. I said, I'm not even going to bother talking. Yeah. You know, he's got it fixed in his head. That was it. RBL, Safa, nobody else. That would be extraordinary, I'd have thought. <laughs> so wound up by him as well, you know what I mean? I was showing him, but no, didn't want to know. Didn't want to know. Just you've got a crisis line, doesn't mean you help. What, offered, what help do you offer then if you've got a crisis line apart from somebody having to ring you up? Yeah. All right. <laughs> Thing is, some people are just looking for an argument because they've had a bad day. Yeah, I've had a few of them before in the past. You know, and it might not be that you know he's not actually challenging you. He's that's just his day. That's the way it's been. Yeah, the thing is, that could have been somebody that works for RBL or Safo or something like that. Yeah, as well. Did I ever tell you, Gary? I got in trouble for posting about um, uh, families for veterans underneath the RBL posts on Facebook. You know, the sponsored ones. No. Yeah. Well, what happened? I got a, a temporary ban from Facebook for that. That was back when I first found you, and I was posting fucking families for veterans everywhere. You went to Facebook prison, Toby? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I hadn't done anything else. Well, I mean, I don't think I'd done anything else, and I was like, fucking hell. But yeah, they, they, they were getting quite arsy about it every time I did that. Now I don't see their posts anymore. <laughs> it's normally if either somebody reports a post or if share too many times in such a short space, the classic uh, spam. That could have been. So, I mean, things like, you know, when you get a beacon alert and you're trying to share it in bloody hundreds of groups, ridiculous. Did you manage to watch the video, Craig, did you, from yesterday? Uh, no, mate, I'm uh, I'm away for the weekend at the minute. Uh, it, it, it was the con one from Dunkerswell Airport. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's when Stephen sent me that uh, the link yesterday for the skydive, and he went, yeah, it's in Dunkerswell Airport, Taunton. I went, oh, bloody hell. <laughs> so, uh, dig out the video. Did you start twitching? Yeah. <laughs> the day yeah, I I yeah. That's like coming up what, five years ago now? 
Um, just over four, it was. So what happened in this? What, what, what's, what's this then? Basically, um, we, it, it says it all in the video, but when, when me and Craig and a couple of others worked in the um, Veterans Political Party when it first formed up, Right. There was a guy in there, very useful guy, lots of contacts, very knowledgeable guy. And then when all the shit hit the fan and we got booted and left and everything else, we started this up. I put a shout out asking for admin. Um, He sort of put his hand up and said, yes, we worked with him before, so we knew what a good asset he was. Anyway, a couple of weeks or a couple of months or whatever it was down the line, he gave me a call on Sunday. He says, uh, basically, he's been working on this project for... Four or five years, I think it was. Um, and it's coming towards actually becoming a realisation. Did I want to know more? Because it's something that he could offer families for veterans. So I went, all right then. So what it was, it turned out it was a plot of land. 14 acres, I think it was, or four acres. I'm not sure. It was, it was a big plot of land that had uh, a massive um, like headquarters building. Cause this is an old RAF airfield, basically. So it had a, a big um, headquarters building on there. 10 Nissan huts. So he, he was showing us all these photos, taking photos and sending to the place and everything else. He was saying, it's, like, it's done everything, didn't it? Yeah, this, this is um, all, all the water supply going in now. We've drilled the hole because there was so many millions of litre underground that was, can get pumped up and reused and recycled, everything else. Right. Then it was solar panels. He worked out how much energy each solar panel could provide. Um, his wife was one of the top pig breeders in the UK. So there was like 120 odd pigs going on this land. So it'd be used as farmland for veterans. There was woodside there for, you know, doing outdoor retreats and things like that. Yeah. He showed us all the plans for the Nissan huts, how they were getting converted into single and double man rooms. Two of them were going to be workshops. Um, he showed us the, the new road going in. Um, the gated guard on there, who was running the security, everything. Um, he, he actually invited us down to this place to look at it. Right. And the day before, to post, no, it was the weekend we were supposed to be going down. I think it was a Thursday or Friday, one out of it. Yes, no. So on the, the Tuesday night, we got a, a, a message from his wife, supposedly his wife, saying that he'd been taken into hospital with a heart attack. Right. So we thought, oh, bloody hell. So I got in touch with Craig. I said, right, I says, I'll ring the hotel. Now, bear in mind, this hotel had been booked and paid for by him out of the budget. Yeah. So I rang the hotel up. No no bookings, no reservations, nothing. So me, Dan and Craig drove down there. Cause he even showed us where the location was. I mean, this is the bit we, we can't bloody fathom. He showed us where everything was. So, so we drove down there. And it was about, about three and a half hour drive, I think it was, something like that, from Milton Keynes. Yeah. Got down there, found the place. There's no new roads. There's no fencing put in. So we're walking around the place. These builders turned up. He says, what are you doing here? And we explained. No, we, we bought this back in March. We're renovating it because it's a historical building and it's got to be replicated exactly how it was. Uh, All right. So I ended up calling the guy up and then he's kicking off saying, what are you doing down there? You've got no right to be down there. You're now interfering. So you're now fucking nothing to do with this. I mean, all this was supposed to be paid for by Donald Trump because his ex-wife, supposedly, <laughs> used to be a senator in the White House. Wow. Because when he, when he left, he was an ex-trog, then an ex-scaly, then he moved over to the States, married this senator, which is where all his American contacts came from. One of the, one of the projects they've been working on was for Donald Trump. And, you know, when he mentioned that, that's when the first alarm bell sort of went off. And then the second one was when he sent 
saying, oh, yeah, the, the boss man's coming down to visit to see the site himself just to make sure everything's above board. So he showed us a photo of this helicopter with getting out of the helicopter and everything else. And like, all right. <laughs> so then we went down to the, the Heritage Centre, which is on the airport itself, I asked them about it and they went, did any any plans or anything like that, because it's an historical site, has to go through their um, committee and everything else. Um, and no helicopters are landed in here in God knows how long. They would have known about it. <laughs> so that, that was a big con. But I mean, the thing was, he never asked us for any money or anything. It was everything that he was offering to us on a plate. Wow. And you just think, you know, how long has he been planning this? And what, what's that again by it? Because basically, he'd been all over the net and over the land registry, taking pictures from all over the place and putting them into a portfolio, which made it look like one portfolio and one uh, building site, which was coming on. So we'd put a lot of time into it. Man. And, and when, we, when we was talking to him, I said there was an old veteran that lived behind it, didn't they? Yeah, because the, the the builders that they had it all padlocked up every night when they left. Right. And he was saying, oh, he says when we explained about the photos, and I showed him the photos. He told you, oh, well, that explains all the the padlocks getting angle grinded off." Then so he was <laughs> wanting angle grind the padlocks off to get inside the building and take the photos a bit off from inside. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it was like, oh, this is going to be, you know. This is the top floor. These are the offices. Offices. I mean, he even got down to showing us designs of the carpet with the F4V logo on it that he'd had designed from a local com- um, local carpet company. Um, there was a local bus company said they were getting involved with. All the local businesses were offering jobs. Uh, absolutely mind-blowing uh, detail. You can arrange somebody from the DSS to be there for any homeless veterans that have come. So it, it gone the whole hog. Yeah, whole hog plus. Wow, that is yeah. I'll, I'll I'll have to send you the photo sometime, Toby. Yeah, yeah definitely. I, mean, I think you should do an entire blog post on this. It's quite I mean, fascinating in one sense. But I mean, the thing was, I mean, with this boss as well, um, because mines at war at the time, we were work well. I wouldn't say we were working with them, but we had a sort of talking relationship with them at the time. They were looking to getting a, a bus made up, basically. Right. So when he said about this bus company would get involved, and we hadn't even mentioned this to him about the bus, it was him that told us about it. He says, yeah, there's going to supply two 15-seater minibuses, convert a, a 55-seater coach, a bed space, wash areas, kitchen area, and everything else, and that was going to go to Mines at War, and they were going to use that for touring around the UK, getting homeless veterans off the street, bringing them back down to the centre in Taunton, so you can house them in the Nissan huts and the headquarter buildings, treat them, give them jobs, everything like that. So, I mean, it would have made a massive difference. Yeah. But, and then, like I said, it was all smoke up his ass, basically. That's, yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's a lot to absorb. <laughs> but, I mean, like I said, this was all, it even worked out the budgets per year, you know, how much budget was catered for for each year for salaries, for mental health training. Everything down to the smallest bloody detail, he'd worked everything out. So, who'd he actually had a house? No, right, come that was just his get out of uh, yeah, because I said we were coming down. Uh, he's had a heart attack, he's in hospital. So, I said, Oh, we'll we'll come down and see him anyway. (laughs) (laughs) See how he's doing. Oh, no, no, don't do that. He needs his rest. Shit. Well, well, lesson learned. (laughs) That that is quite, um, yeah. Well, not, but you know. Yeah, I mean, like I said, I'll, I'll show you the photos 
Yeah. Like I said, the details. Mm. Unbelievable. Hmm? Seriously, he must have spent six at least, eight to ten hours a day, every day, putting that together, what he did. If not longer, the detail yeah. he put in. And he never asked us for a thing. Yeah. What he was going to provide to us. So it, is, it was a con, but it wasn't. Yeah. Yeah. Um, the, the, the bit that I can't get my head round was, you know, if you're going to con somebody like that, you don't show them where the location is and everything else, invite you down to it, and then kick off because you've gone down to look at the place. Yeah, well, at that point, he realised it was, you know, that was it anyway. Yeah. You know, it's unless, like... he had, unless he had an allocated time and stuff like that for that, because uh, he said about the um, the locks being off the doors, unless he was planning on an allocated time when he knew there'd be nobody around to show you the place around. Well, it might have been, yeah. Well, he couldn't because the, the last pictures he'd sent us were of the gated area that were apparently yeah. security standing on. Yeah, the, the new road lay in, security gate, and all fenced off. Oh, right, and it wasn't like that when you were right. No. Right, get you. What he'd sent us the pictures have been done to Absolutely. Like, I, I, yeah. It was basically... Guys must have been speeding on the spot trying to work out what the fuck was going on. <laughs> it was just a fenced-off area that had, had no work done to the hoods. Um, I mean, it, it obviously been inside the buildings because it it shown us pictures of inside the building. So it was obviously him that was breaking the locks off. That's crazy. So is there anything? Remember, put it that way. Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, I I I wasn't too sure what to think when you put that video up because I was like, oh shit, what's happened? Um, and then by the time you'd re-uploaded it, I'd gone down another rabbit hole somewhere else. Then. <laughs> Man. So is there much else going on in the veteran world? I've been under me rocks. Uh, well, there's a couple of scandals going about, but I won't mention the next big one for us is Craig and Donna on the 3rd of October. Yeah. I'm, yeah, I'm still waiting to see how much more interest I've got in this skydive. Then I'll put a post up probably, and what I'll probably be CC all the skydiving centres around the UK. Yeah. And what we're trying to do, see what they can offer. Because I know a lot, a lot of them do like charity skydive. Well, yeah. Before you know, you've got to pay the hundred and fifty quid up front. That's good publicity, isn't it, for them? Well, yeah. Um, especially if it's going to be part of a world record, you can get that. Yeah. Uh, there's a lot of things I'm still waiting for dates and things to fall into place and replies from emails and God knows what else. So, but I thought if we go for around sort of March, April time next year with it, mm. if we're going June, July, or August, but a challenge is like three months before and because you're not going to get anybody i can't see it before christmas doing one no a well lot of, a lot of the organizations are already involved with fundraising for christmas and sort of wine okay. and stuff and everything else then you've got january february it's too cold anyway i don't know when this they do skydiving it's like start end of march beginning of april or may i don't know so these are all the details i've got to look into and find out yeah 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 yeah. i don't know how you squeeze it all in with a with with, with a job as well and, and my figure painting, don't forget that. <laughs> yeah, 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 and and your figure painting. Yes, How's your latest one looking? I've got two more um, NI figures, an SLR1 and an SA81 to come through. I'm just waiting for them to turn up. One of them okay. in the States, the other one's going to Australia. Wow. I'm just waiting for um, a Lynx door gunner to get drawn up. I've got about eight orders so far. Looking forward to getting my hands on them and painting them up. Step out, so I'm a, I'm a way for the weekend with... My girlfriend, so I just thought I'd pop in and see what's going on. Well, you know, no probs, Craig. It's going to be a short one anyway, at our thing. So, yeah, enjoy your weekend, mate. I'll catch up with you next week. Okay, we'll do, bud. All Have right. fun, Craig. Bye. 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 Nice weekend, mate.
Yeah, so that, that's where we're up to at the moment. Fantastic. Any news on your side, Deborah? Um, not an awful lot going on, to be honest. I'm juggling a lot of bits. I've got a, a presentation for the course on the, I want to say the 13th of October. So All right. Something or two. What's that about? Yeah, huh? What's that about? The understanding military language and culture course. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I'm, do, I'm doing a presentation. I'm doing a mini version, the introduction to it. Oh, good. Be able to generate a little bit more interest in that regard. I'm busy trying to work out some more um, yeah, promotions. I've, I've seen that in quite a few posts by the NHS recently as well, that they're yeah. one of the big things they're pushing at the moment, how to understand a veteran, mm. how to recognise a veteran and understand them. <laughs> That's one of the things that, that a lot of people don't realise, and it's something that I... I'm lucky that a friend of mine was with me yesterday uh, because if I'm tired, uh, I am so reactive. Like I can catch myself doing it if I'm all right. Yeah. But if I'm tired and this boat went up the river, left so much wash in the back that, you know, even big boats were getting thrown around and it, it's just dangerous. Yeah, of course. It is. But I'd seen them twice doing it the same day already and shouted and they'd slowed down. And so I just jumped in my tender and just steamed after him. He <laughs> was going the other way and he saw me like, you know, standing literally on the bow of the dinghy with the flat board flat out, which I never do. Cause I'm like, a, you know, I can get there for 30 P if I take it easy. Kind of. Um, and then he saw the boat with all the wash and he really sussed what happened was, what was going on. And he managed to sort of intercept me just, just as they started to slow down, I was ready to launch myself off the dinghy and just take a lot of them into the water. <laughs> I was absolutely. Oh, I was. I, I. Yeah. I was already shouting and screaming at them, which is why they'd slowed down. Man, I, I was proper bellowing. I was. I was ready to chaw. <laughs> the thing though, a lot of veterans they do. They are reactive. Which is probably yeah. why a lot of them are actually in custodian sentences at the moment. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because if you look at the crimes that they commit, it's because yeah. they reacted to something that's happened. Yeah, yeah. You know, it's uh, it's a it's a very hard place to keep out of. And well, I have a very slow life as it is. You know, I think if I was working or doing more than I'm doing now, I'd be so shattered that I'd just be constantly snapping at people. Yeah. But at least the email worked this time anyway, Deborah. Yes, finally. <laughs> well, I worked out what the mistake was. What was it? It was the RSVP button at the bottom. Right. I've got to change that every week to the actual Zoom link itself, not right. generated by Wix. Oh, so Wix is giving you a different... A, a new Zoom. Well, when we set this up, we did it via Zoom first, and it worked great for a couple of weeks. And then we did it via Wix, via the website. Ah, uh, it wasn't working. Right. So I did it back again via Zoom and sent the email campaign out. It, I was reusing the old, the previous email campaign, but the RSVP button was still linking to previous meeting, which is why right. nobody joined. We were stuck in the moment of time on the 2nd of September for about two weeks, weren't we, Gary? <laughs> now I've got it all working, nobody else has joined. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, keep prodding on. Yeah, well, people, you know, it's it's people, you know, just like Craig dropping in for a minute to say hello, little things like that, you know, people... That's what it needs. You know, if you've only got five minutes spare or ten minutes, just pop in, say what you got to say and then bugger off again if you want. Well, I mean, you look at today, it's still 40 minutes. Yeah. Well, you know, like Rebecca joined in earlier. Yeah. She, um, was it a boxing charity night or something? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So she just popped in to give a, a quick update and shot back into the charity day. I mean, I wonder if something like that would be worth getting a video of as well. 
Oh, uh, I mean, there's lots of things. Uh, well, somebody got in touch with me today as well. Did did we require med cover for the event? Okay. I said, yeah, we're going to need it, but I'd prefer to try and use like local ambulance services if we can. Yeah. Like, what about St John's? Yeah, anything like that. Yeah. Either that to get them involved, like local community wise. Or we do use veteran organisations that do med cover. I mean, I'm still waiting for a bloody an email back from the committee on a possible date. We've had it over a week now. I might have to look in the next week, try and get hold of somebody and give them a call, find out. So who is it that you actually have to... It's the Chorley, or it's the Astley Park Committee, which is part of Chorley Council, but they're a separate committee because it's to do with Astley Park. It's a bit weird, but... Um, no. I had the form still from last year, so you've got to fill it all out, what you plan to do, how many people are going to be, what needs doing, how much is that going to cost, how much is this, and it's figures you can't do because you haven't got a date and you can't organise it without, without you've got that date to organise it. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, um, what was the other thing? Oh, yeah, Veterans World Cup. I thought I'd give this a quick shout out. I added the League of Heroes a while ago when it was first announced. Okay. Look it down again. It's back on the website now because they actually want me to be part of the World Cup Veteran Committee as well to help try and push it along. So that's another thing I've got on top of my plate as well. <laughs> um, but that's happening in 2025. Oh, so you've got some breathing space. Yeah. <laughs> um, Wales, England, Denmark, Norway and USA are involved. Wow. I know Dan tried... Getting one set up for Canada, um, but he couldn't get a manager involved to get involved with it and take it on. So that's something I'm going to try and push as well a bit later on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I just thought it'd be perfect with a vet net and it's a Veterans World Cup. Yeah, 100%. So, like I said, they're getting the FA involved. God knows what else. So they've got a lot of hoops to jump through first. Yeah. <clears throat> but, yeah, so, so how does that one work then, Gary, the Veterans World Cup? How does that work? Um, as far as I know, it's they've got the stadium already um, in Wales, I know, really miles away. So that might change, depending. Uh, but that's the first offer they've got. So it's going to be held over six days, I think it is. Um, and just like a, a World Cup between the countries. So there's obviously knockout phases. <laughs> but I think they're looking to get eight teams involved so far, I think. Because that, that's what I've got set up on the League of Heroes. I've got eight eight knockout phases, basically. So it'll be all the way up to the, the, the final. Okay. And, and just veterans. Yeah. But I, the, one of the guys that Jono took on yeah. got in touch with me. Now, he was part of the committee. has since been thrown out of the committee, but he's still pushing it, even though he's not part of the committee and saying that Jono's not the right guy. And he's saying, no, he's not the right guy. So it's still a bit of confusion to go. So they're still working on getting a proper committee set up. Yeah. Um, but he was saying, which I think is absolutely bizarre, when when he was checking um, on like the rules and regulations of that, mm. every veteran has to be over the age of 35 to take part in it. Is that... Any, anybody involved in it has to ask a, a DVS check. Right. Which I thought, well, why have you got to have a DVS check just to play football or just to help organise it? Mm. A bit bizarre. And there was another rule as well, I can't remember what it was now. Yeah. If you got out, I don't know, say two years ago, and you're only 25, you're still a veteran. Yeah. But you can't take part because you're not over 35. Yeah, that seems 
odd, but perhaps there's a reason behind like insurance or something like that. Um, I mean, it seems a bit, but yeah. I mean, I, I said it's something you need to look into. Mm, definitely. Because I think two, two of the players for the England squad, I think it was, or the Irish squad or whatever, I'm, I'm not, can't remember what country it was. They were both sons of a veteran. So obviously right. they're not allowed to take part because they're not veterans themselves. Mm. Now, surely to me, it's families and veterans, isn't it? Well, yeah. I mean, the reason I asked was I sort of thought, you know, there could actually be quite a bit of, uh, you know, old school versus new there. Because you'd have like, you know, serving the serving army versus the real army. Sorry, I don't mean that. I don't think. Um... <laughs> <laughs> I, know, I know what you mean. Um, but I mean, even like the league, the league I've set up on the vet net as well, even though you've got like the knockout phase and everything else, I've set up as a league as well. Because there's loads of bloody um, football CICs within. Okay. There's about three or four of them, I think. Plus, you've got all the serving teams. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mental teams and stuff. So it might be worth, you know, just getting involved with that, just even if it's just for friendlies or whatever. Yeah. Or well, get a proper league set up, you know, yearly league or something. I mean, if we're going to have a, a, a World Cup, we at least want to do, you know, a little bit of practice beforehand. I mm. But I'm, I'm not a football fan anyway. I'm not a sports fan, full stop. But, you know, something like that, I can get behind. Uh, if, if I'm going to take the effort to kick something, it ain't going to be a bag full of air, I can tell you that. <laughs> <laughs> well, it, it might be. <laughs> can, I, can, I just, can I just throw something into the mix there when you say veterans, etc.? Is it specifically male? What was that, Deborah? Are the, uh, are the veterans' teams specifically male or majority male? Well, I assume they're all male because they want to win. Even saying that, though, the females have done better than the males on the England side. So I was going to say, yeah, but the best way to distract best way to distract any military bloke is with a pair of tits. So you know, <laughs> um, well, I don't know. It's I assume it's well. I know the CIC that John O set up is all males that are playing in it. But I mean, if the, if there's enough females, I can't see why they can't create a team. I don't know. And even saying that, I mean, it is 2023 now. You know. Yeah. Mixed teams wouldn't be, uh, if, they're, if females wanted to, I'm sure that it wouldn't be a problem. No. That's what I was thinking, Toby. At the end, the end of the day, it's your skill set, not your sex, isn't it? Yeah. I'll tell you what would be really interesting as well is if you had a spouses be veterans. Yeah. <laughs> and obviously you don't have to be either gender. You can be whatever gender for, uh, for, the, for the spouses. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Even like I said, if, if they can get a team together, take part in the league, whatever. It's amazing how many things there are you can put together just by just having a random conversation about things that, that are happening or could happen. Yeah. I mean, like chatting with Dan last night quickly, some of the ideas he threw in last night, and I thought, bloody hell, yeah, I never thought of that. Good idea. I mean, one we were on about doing either a 20 or a 30-mile tab. And I'm thinking, well, if you're competing the next day, you don't want to be absolutely knackered on a 30-mile tab. Mm. So I was thinking maybe a 20-mile tab. But then he throws straight, and you can tell he's a marine. Yeah, uh, what they should do, they should have full full pack webbing and weapon, or the equivalent weight of. So for every item that you hand over or pass down or whatever, you lose a deductor point for. Now, if you've got like a 50-year-old veteran doing a five-mile tab as part of the march without any weapons, he's obviously going to lose three or four points straight away because he's not carrying the weapon and webbing and everything else. It's confusing that bit, but I thought it was quite a good idea. Well, yeah. The other one was um, have like a special category for fundraising members to get an award. Yeah. Uh, obviously, the most outstanding um, fundraiser doesn't have to be like 
for the amount of money raised, it could be, I don't know, exceptional challenge undertaken or whatever. The amount of other people's kit carried. <laughs> <laughs> or the amount of other people carried. Yeah, um... if you've got like, I don't know, you're missing limbs or something and you're doing such and such as an effort or whatever. We had one bloke on our CFTs and he was always unfit. And you always... <laughs> we always ended up carrying his ass, uh, literally, you know, between two of us or uh, just, you know, but we all got through, you know. Um... I don't think I ever passed a CFT, I don't think. I do a CFT within the allotted time and everything else, but as soon as it came to the fireman's carry running, yeah. my, my right knee would just give way and I'd clapped. Uh... Never, ever done a CFT. <laughs> um, the only thing I, I i i remember vividly was the shin splints oh yeah man I remember it's not <laughs> <laughs> so if you don't mind me asking toby who were you with uh i was like right um or seven rifles when they amalgamated everything yeah yeah i'm the uh i'm the wife of a vet uh a jacket, green jacket one eyed reader, as was uh and jeff who does our emergency cards he's an ex-green jacket See? The guy that does a merchandise is an ex-Navy guy. Another guy that does bits for us is ex-household cavalry gears. So we try and use veterans where we can. Hmm. The guy that does the graphics for us is Fat Chimp's brother. <laughs> She's got Rob Mather does like merchandise stuff. Andy Mather does all the um, graphic designs for us. Uh, keep it all in-house. At least you know where you're going then. Yes. Well, you, you, want, you, you know what to expect. Yeah. Um, like I said, I've gone through a couple in the past, and really. <laughs> Lesson learned again. <laughs> well, we're still people at the end of the day, aren't we? Just yeah. like simpler. <laughs> <laughs> I saw a post the other day, and it said, uh, "What happens when you tell a teacher a veteran how to cook rice over the phone?" And she says, "Right, put two cups of rice in the pan." So he gets two cups out, fills them with rice, puts them in the pan. <laughs> <laughs> It's like, yeah, quite literally. <laughs> that one I saw the other day as well, I mean, what it was, something about veterans as well. Oh, that was it. It was uh, an American one. Mm. And they got this army recruiting office with a big words across the top saying army recruiting office. Mm. And out the front, they've got all the different parking bays. Yeah. All coned off and it's got recruitment test failed. It's got A-M-R-Y, A-M-R-Y. <laughs> <laughs> oh dear. Yeah. Well, they were something else, the Americans. Yeah. And we still got to get an American on still, yeah. Right, so we've got Dan over in Canada. Mm. Get an American on board. Oh, there's an American um doing stuff for veterans and he's trying to build a boat to get veterans out sailing. I was trying to remember what oh, I mean there's loads of good things. Yeah. Getting old of them to try and get them to understand what the VetNet and the CSCSA is all about. Yes. Yeah, 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 definitely. Old. I mean, Dan saw it straight away and went, yeah, I'm in. If you remember, Gary, send me an email. Just ask him for the... Um, I haven't got my Families for Veterans email up and running yet. I'm still trying to move everything across. Oh, right. Got you. Uh, send, send me an email with um, just reminding me, because I might be able to just pull all of the email addresses for skydiving places around all across the UK into one big file for you. Yeah, you can, yeah. Just saves you a lot of clicking. <laughs> Once we've got UK set up as well, I want to try and get Southern Hemisphere, Australia, New Zealand added as well. I'll start start working on it anyway. Yeah. 
Right, so I've got England and Northern Ireland done now. Scotland and Wales should be pretty quick. Up. Just a case of copying and duplicating the pages. There's not a lot up in there, really. But as long as we've got a link for the phone number and bits and pieces on there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll go pretty quick. I tried doing um, a dynamic page on there and got lost. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I've, I've, I've found an easier way of doing it without using the Wix editor. Yeah, so... Which goes back to using code rather than using the um, the user interface. Right. That should be an awful lot easier to get done. It's just because the site's so big and the, and the editor's so slow. And um, you know, I mean, I really do think you should do like a little video of that and go. People don't understand how long it takes to edit and keep yeah. things up to date on the site. But you know, I mean, the first time you showed me that, I was like, "That's ridiculous. That's like slower than dial-up speeds." Yeah. <laughs> and the worst thing is you can probably do like four or five edits on it or four or five different county pages if you don't save it it'll crash on you and then you've got to do it all again yeah i've had that before in the past it'll do like it'll save like two or three of them but the last two you've been working on because it's so slow then it'll just say non-responsive no it's a yeah. pain but but we're getting there well this is it the site's still working so you know at the moment <laughs> And I only found out last night as well, there was a post, I'm not sure which, I think it might have been Warriors RV, I think it was. It was one of the faces, it was a guy in Ireland. So I went to send him the um, the Irish link. Right. Link, and when I pressed on it, it was set to going back to the homepage, not to the Northern Ireland page. So I quickly edited that and changed it and sent that link to him. Wow. So just little things like that, you know, you sort of, when you're editing the page and thing, you sort of click on something and you think, oh, shit, that's not been working properly. That's not been working properly. So you've got to change them quick. Yeah. Like I said, if, if veterans are going on the site and they press something and it doesn't do what it's supposed to be doing, if they yeah. don't tell us, we ain't going to know what's wrong with it. No. But if they're going on there and clicking on those, there's more that most likely that they're not going on them with it in, in a, you know, in a state that sending us an email or yeah. I wonder if in the future a button to say you know something's broken on this page it doesn't even have to be they don't have to type anything but just a button that says you know there's something broken on this page yeah i mean we had a good feedback from simon who got involved with the mental health team as well he was saying like the qr code because it goes back to the 24-hour emergency he says when you're in crisis you just want to press one button and get in contact that's it yeah. Which is why I set up the code red page. Yeah. I'm saying, like, when you look on the mobile, you've still got to scroll down the page. Yeah. So I've deleted a few things off on the mobile version, but I actually deleted the header off the mobile version for that page. Or, yeah. Or, or it deleted the home page or the, the header off every single page on, on mobile version. <laughs> so you lost the vet net, you lost the 24 hour emergency links, everything. So I had to reinstall that, but I've taken out a couple of little things so at least it's still sort of visible on on the, the mobile if you know yeah but the buttons are still there and you only have to move your thumb or your finger up a little bit to get to the button to push it mm. that works a lot better now and that was by a simple suggestion saying yeah. it be try it yeah that works uh -huh. better. Well, it's all these little things just like people trying to join the meeting that um and being asked for codes and it's like well I don't need to be rude, lads, but I'm going to love you and leave you. I shall see you next week and speak to you then. Take care of yourselves. Bye for now. Take care. Bye. Oh, man. I've been an hour, so... Yeah. Um. And yet again, see, this is the issues I'm having. Um. don't know if you want to stop recording. I'll stop recording.